Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 28 and Up podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm doing really good. How are you doing? I am doing pretty, pretty good. It's, uh, you know, as a uh, football fan, it's uh, you ride your ups and downs, you know? So uh, it's pretty good to be a, a Gators and Bucks fan and somebody who pulls to the Bills, you know? So yeah. uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I've had a really good week, so I'm uh, doing good. That's awesome. That's good. So last week we started, uh, or you know, in our last podcast, we we started talking about emotional health and emotional healing, and um, what that looks like, not just in our marriage, but um, in our relationships, and how the past and how we journey kind of through these things kind of impact our relationships now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Last week we, like you said, we were discussing kind of the root cause of you know when someone has an um, unhealthy emotional, um, behavior in their, in their life. And today we're going to kind of talk a little bit about, um, how that looks, what that looks like when it spills over into, um, our lives and other people and and how it impacts our relationships. Absolutely. That sounds really, really pretty cool. So let's get to it. So what's the, what's what's the first um, one? So the first one, um, and and I kind of want to just say before we jump into it to, to the ones is that um, as we're going through these, um, this is kind of, it will help you understand if you identify with any of these points, it will help you understand that maybe you have something to, that you're dealing with or maybe your spouse or your the person you're in relationship with yeah, that's really um, good. is also dealing with that. Like yeah. if you say, ooh, you know, my, my husband or my, my wife is definitely this one mm-hmm. or I'm definitely, this is me right now. Right. So just just pay attention to that because or you know you just never know. Yeah, it, like can we just say also that if you're if you know um, it's one of those things um, I don't know the saying if you're pointing a finger at somebody there's like four pointing back at you exactly you know uh, just be aware of how you're um, communicating this or that to your spouse or to a friend or um, you know because it could come off very very judgy. You know, which which can be okay, you know, but you always want we always want to do things in a very loving and grace filled way, um, very truth truthful too. You know, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, there's also a part of us that when someone in our life that we love comes to us and says, "Hey, I noticed you've been dealing with something. Um, you look like you're really struggling, and you're starting mm. to act like this." Mm. Um, there's something that says that if you know that's a trusted friend or person that we're in relationship with that we really need to take that into consideration and, yeah. and not just blow it off and not become defensive and actually look in at ourselves and see what's what's really going on yeah that's a great point sometimes we want to get in our feels about you know like oh, why don't you stay out of my life oh, yeah well, no hold up why don't you, you mind know? your own business yeah. kind of yeah, mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that's not uh, yeah. really the way that works or like everything's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. You know, like the whole Ross moment. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know. <laughs> yes. so, but yeah. So yeah. So yeah. That's, those are always kind of great reminders. Yeah. You know, of when you're dealing, you know, when you're communicating to somebody or somebody's communicating these things to you, to do it with like a, going, wow, they really want want me to grow. You know, so it's coming from a loving place, and so when you do it, when, when you when you pour into somebody, you want to do it from that same kind of. Uh, that same kind of same kind of overflow, yeah, yeah. right. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. So um, the first one, number one, is: Are they a runner? Are, so, so we. What are we talking about today again? Just kind of remind me. Um. So it's symptoms of emotionally unhealthy behavior. That's right. That's right. Symptoms of an emotion. You would think I would know 
like what our run sheet is before we get into <laughs> it's all this. good no worries so, but yeah no worries and the number one thing that shows up in most people is when when they're dealing with something in the moment or mm-hmm. in that time period is that they are a runner like a like a track runner like a, a metaphorically speaking yeah like you know like a sprinter yeah we're gonna pass the baton around the corner absolutely yeah. 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 no um <clears throat> they run from good things for better things on the constant yeah so they're using running to justify their behavior mm-hmm. they become defensive about their failures they're technically hiding from the truth yeah. um they become self-sabotage avoidant those things um but yeah, and it what what you can also kind of if you have people in your life who tend to pack up and leave when things get hard because they just don't want to face it. Yeah, or sometimes you see this a lot in um, like in, in corporate in corporate in the court in, in the workforce. You know, um, you see where somebody's trying to go from from at the bottom and, and as they rise to the top. You know, there's no um, it's all just surface things you know there's really nothing that they can stand on to kind of push them past like hard things or or tough spots in life Mm -hmm. and so they can see things start to crumble around them so they jump from one spot to the other or maybe leave uh you know a a company or a business or this or that um so that they don't have to face their consequences they don't have to face the insecurities they have they don't have to face these things so they run yeah. You know, my, my my dad was like that, you know, he was a runner, you yeah. know, he ran from, you know, my mom and I, you know, he ran from a relationship with me, you know, like, I guess he was a, he was a runner physically, like in both senses, you know, <laughs> yes, sure. but, but he ran, you know, and, yeah. and so whenever things got tough or hard, he ran. Um, and later on in life, he, um, he, he, he ran to different things that ultimately ca- caused him to, to pass away. Um, but you know, um, he was always a runner, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's easy to be a runner, you know, it is, you know, the hard part for that is the people that are left behind in your life Mm -hmm. can be devastated by, um, the things that you have ran from the, the life that you've left behind or even like people that you're dragging along with you to run, um, can, can suffer some pretty severe consequences and you know and some really deep emotional hearts as well um so it's it's fine if you're the runner but yeah. that's the, the one that's like you have to be really aware and careful because if you if you do it too much and too often you're hurting everyone well, around you i mean I, I don't know if it's okay to be the runner but if you know that's you it's it's very unhealthy you know and it it's is. very it's very toxic it's mm-hmm. very i'm not taking responsibility for anything it's almost like if you like you're hanging out with, you know, say like when we were younger or maybe when y'all were younger and you would go get in trouble, right? And you would throw a rock and say you broke a window and somebody caught you doing that and you took off and there was somebody left there because they were either too slow, didn't, you know, um, they couldn't outrun the whole group, you know, so they got caught, you know? Yeah. So everybody left them and there they are answering for whatever destruction, you know? And so... That really sucks to be in that place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a good, you know, if, especially in a relationship or a parent or a, a, a friendship or a marriage, you know, yeah. when 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 those people leave and, and, and you're stuck holding the bag, so to speak, there's a lot of emotional baggage that comes with holding the bag. Yeah. You know, why me? Why did this person leave me? Why do you always leave me holding the bag? Why, right. do, why does this happen? You know, and so there's emotional damage on that end too 
when, if you're the runner, that you leave behind. Yeah. You know, and you could ask yourself this question, too, that if you're a runner, are you being fully transparent with the people around you? You know, are you being the real you? You know, um, yeah. or are you just running from you? Yeah. You know? so. Well, and that um, that kind of leads us into number two, mm-hmm. which um, is do you ignore? Um, mm. Ignore your emotions um, of anger, sadness, and fear. And this one's really important because those are some really big emotions that people go through. And, yeah. I mean, everybody has these, these emotions. Mm-hmm. We all suffer anger, sadness, yeah. and fear at some point. But what do you do when those things creep up on a regular basis? Uh, oh yeah, I I, I I love that. I you know, for me, um, I have a internal process, kind of internal checker that I do. And, and listen, I have some great friends around me. Um, obviously, you you know you're not my friend. You're, I mean, you're my best friend. You're my wife. But outside of our relationship, right. I have some friends who really kind of know how to hold me accountable in different ways, and so. When anger and fear and what was the other one? Sadness. And sadness start to creep in, you know, for whatever reason, you know, um, I start to ask, I start to look internally and go, okay, why am I feeling this way? Um, What caused me to feel this way? Was there anything that I did? Now there's a backlash and it's causing me to feel this way or is, or is these like kind of like external circumstances where I can't control any of this. And because of that, I'm having these feelings, yeah. you know, and so it's a, and, and for me, I can feel it coming on, you know, and that's why I have to have an internal checker, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, that's good. It's good to have that. I think we all mm-hmm. need that. Um, we all need to kind of know our own temperature when it comes to our um, feelings as they're coming and going Yeah, and how, and how intense they are because, you know, anger can be so intense yeah. that it becomes extremely toxic. Yeah. But if you, on the other side of that, if you're, if you're like this category, if you ignore it mm-hmm. and you stuff it and stuff it and stuff it, yeah. at some point you explode. Yeah. And when you explode on the people that you love and care mm-hmm. for or that love you and yeah. care for you, right. um, it's very dangerous. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll say this, I think obviously it's a very bad, that can be a very bad toxic trait, you know, mm-hmm. because um, what can happen if you're a stuffer and you stuff all those things, it, it you, like you said, it, it explodes and stuff like that. But in a sense, it also, when those emotional things happen and you have those explosions, it, it there, there's a sense of going, hey, I need to be able to... Um, um, communicate my emotions and this anger and this frustration more. So sometimes a long string of like stuffing, 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 explosion, stuffing, 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 explosion comes out. But then there's this kind of freedom that rolls along with it. It goes, wow, that feels really good to get it out. But also it puts people on notice that, hey, listen, you're not going to walk all over me. You're not going to treat me like I'm garbage. You're not going to treat, you know, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or whatever. You're not going to roll, keep rolling all over me. And I'm just going to be this doormat because I'm not going to say anything, you know. And then it comes out. And so but so we learn. So so if you're a stuffer, you kind of learn to fight as you kind of grow through that, right? Well, it's it's that's the hope if, you, yeah. if you're able to grow through it. Um, but we have to be careful that because oftentimes – you're, when you're feeling those things, mm-hmm. when you're feeling like someone's, you're, you're someone's doormat or, you know, those right. kinds of things, 
when you have that explosion, you're not always exploding on the on the right people. Yeah, I agree. the people that are treating you that right. way. You're treat you're you're exploding on other mm. people. Yeah. And that's where the emo- the damage comes in because yeah, it's the other people that love you and care for you that are are feeling your explosion and um taking the brunt of all of your pent up emotion. Yeah, that's a great point because if you're on the other end of that and you didn't cause any of that, right. you're like, "Whoa, what did I do?" Exactly. You know, or like, you know what, screw you. You know, I'm out. You know, I yeah. don't need this, you know. It's very difficult to yeah. be in a relationship with someone who operates this way. Um honestly, it it oftentimes marriages don't last mm. because of this kind of behavior. Right. Um and it's because um they have not been able to deal with their emotions in a healthy way. Right. One of the things that I like to tell people is that um, no matter what you're going through, um, you're always gonna you're always gonna suffer some kind of grief in your mm-hmm. life. Oh yeah. Um, whether it's a death of a friend or the loss of a job or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is, um, there's death in, a, in a, every situation. Yeah. And sometimes it's a good thing, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not a good thing. Right. But um, if we handle our emotions the mm-hmm. way we handle grief, yeah. Um, I think that more often people would be willing to work through those kind of difficult emotions that they, that they get to. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. You know, like, um, you know, this past week or or last week, um, you know, it was like the year anniversary that my, that my mom passed away, Mm -hmm. you know, and I remember when she first passed away, um, we talked about a little bit, you know, last year on our podcast and just kind of how I felt about it, you know, of course I was sad and stuff like that, but, um, but I had this emotional, um, cause it's, uh, fear, anger, and sadness, mm-hmm. you know, all kind of wrapped in one, not necessarily fear, um, but mo- mostly anger and sadness because of the destruction. Cause my mom was a runner. She never ran. She, um, we moved a lot. So that was kind of her answer to running, but also she was an alcoholic, you know, she was, yeah. she, there, there was a part of, of my life growing up where she was addicted to everything. Gambling, drugs, you know, alcoholic, yeah. being an alcoholic, you know. And so she ran to different things when we couldn't run to any more places, you right. know. And so, um, and that led into, you know, when, when we got married and we got we had kids that um, she um, would pass her, her emotions, the anger and fear and those things off, you know, and they would come out on us or um our kids yeah. you know and 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 it, and it left the path of destruction definitely where when i step back and go um wow you know i'm sad that my mom's not here anymore because she can't grow you know she can't learn from any of her past or you know her past mistakes right yeah she can't be a grandmother or a great grandmother because of you mm-hmm. know um you know there, there's anger in that too you know, because she allowed those things to happen without changing and growing, you know? Yeah. And, and for me, that's one of those self-checkers for me. I don't want to be like that, and I don't want our kids or, or, or our relationship to be like that. So we're never going to run from things, you know? It's really hard to stand and fight for whatever, you know, um, or – but it, it's easy to run. It's it's harder to stand there and kind of take the blunt and kind of grow through your anger, your emotion, and your fear, as 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 you're on this journey, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that actually leads us right into the third one. <clears throat> this is really good. It's one of my favorite ones out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Denying that the past impact <laughs> on your present. Yeah. Say that one more time. Denying that the past has an impact on your present. You know, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, this one is really huge. So I, I, I put in here, ask yourself, how does a statement make you feel when I read it? Uh-huh. Deny 
denying the past impact on your present. Do you deny? Are you a denier? Am I a denier? Um, you know, yeah, that, that's a really big question. So when you, you know, when I, when we kind of read through that earlier, um, and as you reread through that, mm-hmm. it reminded me of, you know, one of our favorite shows, you know, in the world, The Sopranos. Yes. You know, and uh, the very first episode, um, you see, um, like, there's, like, Meadow and her friend cooking breakfast. Um, there's Carm, you know, Carmela, you know, in the kitchen and stuff, you know, and you see this picture of uh, Tony in his pool, you know, in his, or he gets in his pool to feed the ducks, right? And Meadow's friend's like, why does your dad have such an uh, 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 obsession with the ducks, you know? And it was the protection that the mama duck had with the little, I don't know, uh, baby ducks, ducklings. ducklings. ducklings yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so he would feed them and he took mm-hmm. care of them. You know, he would buy duck food. You know, there's like, you know, through the whole Soprano season or, you know, series. Yeah. You know, there he's taking care of the ducks. And the impact that the ducks had was that his mom... Mm-hmm. who passed away, you know, in the first couple episodes. So if you haven't seen The Sopranos, well, spoiler alert, you know, yeah. in the first couple seasons, she passes away. Right. But he realizes going through a therapist, which is kind of funny because he's a gangster, yeah. you know, um, that that he has a lot of mom issues because she wasn't very nurturing. She was, she's very hard, very mean emotionally, you know, yeah. you know, and it caused him a lot of emotional damage. And what he saw in the, in, in the mama duck as she was uh, caring, nurturing for the ducklings was something he never got. Yeah. So his past, so, so it kind of helped him start to kind of get a grip on his past. Yeah. And so he could heal, you know, in, in relationships, not that he did, but it was a great, just a metaphor of a toxic relationship and stuff like that. Yeah, that absolutely. And I, and I love that analogy because, um, when we are missing something mm-hmm. or we've experienced some kind of, um, something in our past that's causing us to have these kind of unhealthy behaviors, mm-hmm. um, it's really important for us to be aware, you know, hey, what does that look like right now in my life? Right. Am I at a place where I'm dealing with this well? Right. Or is it spilling over? And yeah. that's, you know, um, like, do you have this thought? I am totally self-sufficient so that I won't get hurt. Is that something that you do? Yeah. You know, like those, yeah, if you, if you get question. to that place mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't need anybody else. I'm going to be completely self-reliant right. because, um, I don't want to get hurt by other people. Right. That's not a healthy mindset. Right. Um, I, and I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, or, um, you know, the other one is it's okay. Th- this is a common thing. It's okay not to trust others. Yeah. People begin to believe that because right. they feel like they can't rely or trust other people. Yeah. And, and you and I see that a lot in the church world, you know, and people we get to lead and, and, and shepherd, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and what happens is people have this trust meter, whether it's fair or not with the, with pastors and leaders in the church, you know, that's just, that's just the thing. Mm-hmm. But because of past hurts, you know, it's hard for somebody to come into a church and be vulnerable. Yeah. You know, so what you get is um, you get this, well, I don't want to be in community. I don't want any any relationships. I just want to come to church and work on myself, which is great. But as we talked about, you know, as we talk about in our groups, uh, especially our marriage and our single groups mm-hmm. that you and I lead, is that in Genesis 2.18 where it says uh, man is not meant to be alone. You know, you see God creates community before that. And in that and after that, yeah. you know, with the with the animals and the earth, with the earth, the animals, you know, and then and then Eve. Right. You know, and then God said, 
um, basically, I'm done. Because yeah, it's good. It's, it, it is good, you yeah. know? And so sometimes we don't want to trust people anymore because we're our, our, our trust meter is broken. Yeah. And that's not who God has called us to be or wants us to be because we're called to be in relationships, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Some kind of community, you know? What Read those three again. Um, the first three points? No, 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 no. The, the number three was not the oh, three points. Um, Denying that the past has any impact on your present. Right. And so for, you know, here, just, just being transparent in this moment, you know, um, when you know that you are called or, or God has equipped you or called you or you're, you're made a certain way to do certain things, right? Like if you're a salesman, you know, you know that you're, you know, and you find that kind of niche in life that you're a great salesman. And so you're going to always grow, right? Mm-hmm. But it, you know, um, but sometimes when you had a bad experience in a corporation or a church or whatever, you know, that can damage um, your reality of um, of what's going on right now, you know. Or you can think back, well, if I just have this again, it will all change and it'll all be different, you know. If I just have this kind of relationship again, it'll be different. If I just have this kind of job again, it will be different now, mm-hmm. you know. But the reality is that what whatever door is getting ready to open, whether it's in the in, in the corporate world or in the church world you know, or, you know, titles or this or that, whatever door is going to fling open, that God's going to fling open for us or for you guys who are listening, what's going to happen is it's going to be, it's easy to say it's going to be way better than you ever expected. And it always works out that way, you know, but because of our past and those things, it looks totally different, but you're, we are so much well prepared for the ups and downs of those things, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, what that is one of the I think that's part of the way that we're created, and mm-hmm. I love that about us. Um, you know, right. it's God is so awesome when he when he did that. <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> even though you know things go wrong and and you know people do things to each other and hurt one another, mm-hmm. and we all suffer and go through difficult things. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, if we look at if we change our perspective and stop focusing inward on ourselves mm-hmm. and think about. Well, what I've just gone through, how I'm dealing with this is going to help me down the road in the future, number Mm -hmm. one, or number two, it's going to help other people. Right. If we just change our and shift our focus off of ourselves, we won't be spilling out all the time. We won't be um, exploding on other people. We won't be um, impacting others. In a negative way. In a negative way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the, the other thing with that too is it's always good to be wise with those things too. You just can't be like a... Um, just can't be throwing up your story, you know? Right. No, absolutely. (laughs) But I mean, really we're, I mean, we're talking about healing. So we want to make sure that, you know, you go to the people that you trust and And that's the key that care about you and you can download and say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, how, how do I look to you? Am I, cause that's a good gauge. Yeah. If, if I know that I'm struggling through something and like we talked about in the other one, Mm -hmm. number two, where you kind of do that internal check, Mm -hmm. this is another one of those, but in a, in a different way. I would take that and say, well, if I found something that's a little bit off Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't spill out and impact other in my impact, my present, I'm going to go and ask another person, Mm -hmm. how do they see me from the outside? What does it look like to be me from the outside in? Because you're going through this right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. if like if I come to you and you're like, oh, well, all week long, you've been short and snappy and grumpy and, you know, X, Y and Z. And then I'm thinking, okay, so I'm spilling out right now. Right. Because of this and because I'm not dealing with it well. Right. 
So that's a good, it's a good gauge to be able so to go good. to someone yeah. and say, what do I look like from the outside? Yeah. So is the most, so if, if you come to me and you say, what do I look like right now? And I go, damn girl, you look so fine. Is that, <laughs> I is, mean, is that not it? I'll take it. I'll right? take it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's always welcome. I love it. <laughs> right. Um, really, the last thing I want to say about that uh, is, um, you know, those statements that I said about being self, self-sufficient self and not trusting anyone. Mm-hmm. If you feel that way and you can't go to someone because you're you're too yeah. stuck on the trust issue, you don't have someone. Right. Um, you know, I would suggest that you pray and, and figure that out. Yeah, that, that's always a good gauge, too. It's easy to say, hey, you know, just pray about it, you know. But do you... Um, and we talk about a lot, we talk about this word trusting a lot in our, you know, in both of our single groups and our, in our married groups that mm-hmm. we lead is that, do you trust God with these moments of God, you know, and, and does your outpour, does your prayer life, does your fasting life equal trusting God? Yeah. You know, and, and, and if you're not a praying or fasting person, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good, you know, try it out. What's the worst that can happen? What's the last, what's, if you trust God. You know, but you're like, oh, I've trusted church before. You trusted church, yeah, not it's God. Different. It's different. You know, you trusted a building. You trusted you, you trusted things you could see, but you didn't trust the Holy Spirit. You didn't trust God. Yeah. Try it out. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. You know, and give God time and space to, to, to work, you know, to, to answer those prayers, yeah. you know. God's not like God's not, God doesn't work on the lottery system, you yeah. know. He does. You're not going to hit a he's, scratch off. He's not you know? a genie. <laughs> he's not a genie in a bottle. That's right. <clears throat> Can't rub him the right way. <laughs> I mean, that's a little excerpt from the song. But anyway, so what's the last one? All right. So the last one is covering up our brokenness, weakness, and failures. Mm. <clears throat> and what that looks like is um, similar to people who run. This is people who hide. They hide who they really are because they're too afraid to be vulnerable. Um, they never get too comfortable in one place yeah. um, or too vulnerable with any one person. Um, so it's the kind of person that maybe only only wants to be friends with a group of people and not um, mm. um, not get one-on-one right. with with someone. So, um, so there's a lot of different things. So that. Read, that, stop, stop, read that first part again. Covering up brokenness, right. weakness, and failures. So let me ask you this: um, Do you think when uh, when when people do that, um, like we talked about earlier, they're kind of covering up their um, who they really are, and they don't want that exposed, right? And so um, that comes out in different ways, right? It yeah. comes out in um, say um, you we you see this a lot in um, I mean I guess in the church world and friendships and the corporate world. Where you see, uh, I don't know a great word for it, so I'm going to call it a friend ladders, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody friends you so that they can, you know, climb, you know, to the next level or to get to somebody or to get to a position or get to here or there, so they can cover up those things and they're, you know, those things because they they keep running, they keep hiding, they keep doing these things. So next thing, they're the, the last thing they're doing too is they're friend climbing, they're corporate climbing. Absolutely. Um, it can also be to, um, like if you're in a friend circle with, mm-hmm. um, a really big personality, mm-hmm. let's just use that as an example. Um, and you know, so they're Sorry, coming into, it's uh-huh. fine. <clears throat> <clears throat> they're coming into that circle. Right. Um, and friend climbing so that they can, you know, be at the top of that circle. 
Yeah, I mean, th- th- think about it like almost um, we, um, you know, say you know a famous person, you know. Yeah. You know, that's a really good. You example. know, uh, we know some. You know, uh, you know, there, there, there's different levels of you know fame. Right. You know? And, yeah. Yeah. There, there's local fame. There's like national celebrity fame. You know, there's all these things. You know, um, you know, there, there is, and I'll just use this example as as, as we get ready to close. There was a season in a different church um, where we were at where I got to um, sometimes do safety um, for guest speakers that would come in. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it, and it happened because, you know, of the person who ran the whole team, not just we had a good relationship, but he could trust me, you know. Yeah. And so um, so what was great was that um, when people would see you with such and such celebrity, blah, 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 you know, or, you know, walking with them or, you know, all those things, you could see it start to happen. You know, you could see them like, hey, man, what's up? How you doing? You know, and stuff like that, you know. So they were trying to maneuver their way in to be like, hey, how you doing? I'm, you know, that kind of thing. So, right. But like you were saying, the same thing happens in a friendship. You know, there's like, it's almost like high school all over again. It is, you know? but it goes back to what you said in the beginning. Uh-huh. Ultimately, they're doing it because they're hiding what yeah. they don't want everyone else to see. And it comes mm. from deep insecurities. Right. Um, oftentimes, thing, these are things that are like deep childhood hurts mm-hmm. or, um, yeah. you know, wounds that we just can't get past. And yeah. so when we're afraid to reveal our insecurities to other people, what happens? We develop this, what's called a... Uh, a martyr syndrome, mm-hmm. which means um, I must develop skills to survive um, in a subject area or yeah. whatever. And so people begin to become like a know-it-all about certain things. Yeah. On a very um, surface level. On a surface level. Yeah. In order to hide what's really going yeah. on underneath. Yeah. And, and so when you start to kind of try to go underneath what those, the, the, the you know, try to be a know-it-all in these subjects, they, they start to throw up uh, that word, word salads, you know, talking in circles and, you know, there's, they're not really deep, you know, in, you know, they're just kind of surface. Right. Level. Well, and the, you know, the sad part about this person or the, this, this category mm-hmm. is that they never really develop, are able to develop any real good, um, deep relationships totally or friendships. And, yeah. and honestly, this one, um, doesn't so much spill out as it, as much as it spills inward because, yeah. Number one, you're not dealing with any of your insecurities mm-hmm. or, you know, working through any of that. And yeah. number two, you're not building friendships that can help you get through it. Yeah, because you're doing the things that we've talked about before. Right. You're running, you're sabotaging, you're doing all these other things. Exactly. And um, and at the end of the day, it leads to isolation. Yeah, it, definitely. This, this one, this group specifically is um, one of the most that actually goes in and, and will isolate mm-hmm. often. Yep. Um, so it's it's hard. It is. It is. So wow, honey, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. But that and, was really good. And um, you know, so just know that you know not everyone goes through all of these. It's not like yeah. an in order. It can yeah. happen at any time. And um, so 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 read the four again. Yeah. So number one, um, number one was are they a runner? Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is well, do can, they? How about this? Are you are you a are run- you a runner? Okay. Or, yeah. or is somebody around you a runner? Right. Okay. Number two was. Do you ignore or stuff your anger, sadness, and fear? Right. I like that. Um, number three is do you deny that the past has an impact on your present? Mm. 
love that one. That's Me my too. favorite. Yeah. And number four, are you covering up brokenness, weakness, and failures? And you know, if we, if you are in cool. any of these, yeah. um, talk to someone that's close to you yeah. and, and see how you can work through it. Yeah, break down one of those trust walls. Yes. You know, it doesn't, you know, we're not building a billion dollar wall to protect our border. You know, we're, you know, you don't need any of that. You just need to break down those walls and trust somebody. Yeah. You know, maybe if you trust Jesus and the Holy Spirit, it'll allow you to trust other people Absolutely. in that moment. So yeah. thank you guys so much. And we can't wait for the next one. Um, you know, so, uh, we love, I love this journey that this emotional healing journey that yeah. we're on. So it's, uh, if you got any questions or whatever, uh, when we post this, you know, on our socials, uh, just hit us in the DMS or, or if you know us, you know, text us and, uh, man, we love you guys. And thank you for always, uh, supporting us, um, on this podcast journey. See y'all later. Yep. Bye.